2: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
3: I'm Courtney Robertson, and I was the most notorious villain in Bachelor history. A lot has changed since then. I got married, and I'm a mom to two amazing kids. Every week, I'm going to be talking to other reality stars about what happens when the cameras stop rolling, and you have to figure out what to do after reality Hi there. Welcome back to the show. It's your host, Courtney here. Thanks for stopping by. How's everybody doing on this fine Wednesday? Also, who's excited for the next episode of The Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise? I am. I don't know about you, but I was blown away by The Golden Bachelor. It really was wholesome. It was everything I was hoping it would be I teared up you guys in the opening scene they show golden hour in LA they really did a good job of tying that into the whole show the golden rose and the case like very beauty and the beast but I was crying in the beginning when they show Gary getting ready for night one they show him putting in his golden hearing aids I don't know if you guys caught that and then uh, staring at a picture of his beloved former wife. So all tears all around, great limo entrances. I loved the lady that came out all spicy. She was like a wig on and she had a walker, rips it off. She was, uh, I can't wait. She's definitely one to watch. So Uh, And then Paradise, how about Will taking a little spill on his date? The level of embarrassment, oh my gosh, I I don't know if I would have been able to recover from that. And at one point, I was like, I don't know if he's going to get over this. So really, really uh, excited to watch the tomorrow, guys, and let me know what you think. And today's guest, I'm excited, she was on Sean Lowe's season of The Bachelor. We go way back, we've been friends for a long time. And she was also on Bachelor in Paradise, so I asked her about, we talk about the conditions down there, what her experience was like. We talk about Tiara on her season, the villain, and Life Post Show. Also, she is a mother of twin boys. So we dive into twin life, mama life, and I think you're really going to get a kick out of it. But speaking of twins, I'm sure you've seen the story about Clayton Eckhart, friend of the podcast. I'm a big Clayton fan. Um, anyway, there is a lady who is, we'll just call her Jane Doe. Thanks to Dave Neal for the inspiration. And she is claiming that she is pregnant with Clayton's twins. And you can go on Reddit, you can find everything that's been said. She wants to remain anonymous. It's pretty easy to find out her name if you want to. Obviously, I'm not gonna go there. I didn't I was even hesitant to talk about it. But my friend Dave Neal has been covering it extensively with facts and court documents. And I have to agree with him. I I really feel like in my gut, I have just felt like this this doesn't pass the smell test. And, you know, I don't know Clayton well, but I definitely have his back. Um, And obviously the truth will set anybody free, which he posted on his Instagram. But listen to this clip from Dave Neal. I really, this spoke to me.
1: It's less about her and more about someone like Clayton and saying, look, I think she messed with the wrong community. I think she did this in the past. Got away with it. Maybe, the docu- Maybe she thought the documents were sealed, but she had no idea the depths that Bachelor audience would go to to get to the bottom of the story and get to the truth. And while a lot of people believed her a faceless, random person over Clayton, I think it's important we follow the gut here.
2: And Clayton hasn't lied to us before. And until proven otherwise, I think we have to assume he's not lying to us now.
3: So, there you have it. If you want to hear more of Dave's coverage, go to his YouTube channel. He's showing court documentation and he is a smart man. He really breaks it down. I have to say, put yourself in other people's shoes. Yes, Clayton's in the public eye, but we live in a society where anybody can go online and post anonymously, post a one sided conversation. And I've been there. I have had people write fake stories about me that weren't even true, they didn't even know me, and people eat it up. So, hey, if she is pregnant with twins, congratulations. I think a baby's babies are blessings. I'm a mom of two. So let's just see how this plays out. But anyway, let's get to our guest today. Like I said, she's a mom of twins and we break down how twins come to be, etc. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Daniela McBride. All right. Welcome back to After Reality. Today's guest was on season 17 of The Bachelor with Sean Lowe and season one of Bachelor in Paradise. She's a hard-working lady and a mother of twin boys. It's my friend, Daniela McBride. Hey, girl. Hey. 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 How's it going, Court? Oh, you know, so good. So good.
1: It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. I love that you have a podcast now.
3: I can't even... I, I just can't wait to catch up with you. So, well, I've been dying to get you on. You know, Daniela and I go way back. We met. We both were living in LA. You moved to LA. Was it after your season of The Bachelor? You right moved after. down to LA. And uh-huh. I remember Amy Bean and you are very close. And she must have been producing on your season. <laughs> and she told me about you. And any friend of Amy Bean's is a friend of mine. And she doesn't. She doesn't hang out with a lot of the cast me- members, really. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. I actually moved to LA right after the bachelor
1: and Desiree was picked to be the bachelorette and me and her are very close. And she was like, Hey, do you want to live in my studio in Santa Monica? Uh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, sure. I'll move to LA and move into your studio. So that was like my first entry into living in Santa Monica and right by the beach. And then I never left LA.
3: That is so cool. So you were staying in Desiree's place while she was off filming. Were there like paparazzi? Like, did you ever have any of that?
1: No, I mean, for her, she was no one knew she was going to be the bachelorette. So she was filming. And then for me, I just I was just happy to take over her spot. And uh, who
3: wouldn't miss- be? I yeah. miss, gosh, I miss Santa Monica. We had a blast girl. Remember we went to the Adele concert. We, we did a, a, obviously charity events or, you know, we went to that bachelor live red carpet thing mm-hmm. together, but we both lived on the West side. So we would be like, do you want to Uber together? Or yeah, maybe, maybe they sent a car for us. I don't know. Yeah. Um- <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird, like looking
1: back is now I think about it and it's been what, 11 years or so. Mm-hmm. And it's you think that bachelor world would like disappear from you, but it still exists and it's still here. And that's, what's so awesome. I think about people who decide to go on the show and have a good experience. It's just, you build this like great bond with a
3: lot of different people. Absolutely. I feel like I'm a lot closer with, girls from other seasons. Yes. Uh, and I know that you've been really, I mean, you were friends with Catherine and I remember you hanging out with her when Sean was doing Dancing with the Stars and yes. Leslie uh, Robin, who I think is a doll. She's got yes. uh, two kids now. And by the way, there's so many of us from our time that have kids now. So I know we have I so know. much to, I mean, you and I talk offline, so, but we'll, we'll catch up on everything. So everyone can hear all the good stuff that you have going on. Um, I do want to ask you how you ended up on the bachelor. Did you apply? Did you watch the show? Were you a fan of the show? Yeah. You know, I think when I was like
1: super young, when I was like 18, I always thought I wanted to be on the show. I don't know why I was, so, that's like way too young to ever think about going on the bachelor. But I think in your mind, when you're like young, you just think that. And then I, I think that the casting people had my contacts from when I applied when I was 18. And then I resubmitted like out of the blue when I was 21. Cause I was finally, or I was like no, it was 24 at the time when I went on the show. So it was like 23, 24. And I was like, okay, maybe this is my time now. And my sister did like a really fast interview with me, like in my room. And she was like doing all the questions. And I got a call literally the next day and was like, Hey, we're going to fly you to LA and like do some interviews with you. So everything for me happened like super fast. Like I think it was towards the end of casting. So it was just, I, I feel like I got really lucky
3: oh, they fast tracked you. Well, I thought I remember watching you on the show before I even knew of you. And I was like, gosh, you're so funny. You were like re- making jokes, reading the date cards. And, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's interesting for people. So, Hey, wait till you're 21 to, uh, to apply. Um, oh, yeah. do you still watch um, the show? Golden bachelor and paradise? Oh gosh.
1: You know, I stopped watching the show. Um, uh, after I was really on it, to be honest, I mean, I think I saw a little bit of Desiree's because she was my friend, but otherwise I, I didn't really watch many of it after, but I will say now that the golden bachelor is out, I a hundred percent want to watch it. I'm like obsessed <laughs> I actually and it's funny cuz the bachelor house which I don't know if some people know or do know but it's right in Malibu um
3: mm-hmm. and Get off of Canaan.
1: Yeah, right off of Canon and I went past it the other day um just going to the beach with with my kids and uh with Mark and I ended up seeing all the filming happening and it just like brings back all these memories of like
3: wow. Oh, it's- snap. They're pro- they're filming Joey season. This guy the new bachelor. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's
1: not there all the time though. I feel like once the golden bachelor
3: was over now they're the new bachelor. So it's nonstop. Uh, Hey, flashback. I, I just remember the roses in front of the mansion were fake. I was like blown away by that. Were they fake on your season? Did you notice? You know what? You're probably right. I didn't even think about it. I always tell people that like, Hey, fun fact. And I noticed your, uh, your exit, you were in the first limo with like Ashley Frazier came out first, yes. you, you were in the first limo, which was like with a great batch of girls. And I always like to talk about people's limo exits. So you come out, you talk to Sean, and then you're like, I'm going to do a handshake with you. There's they're so <laughs> <laughs> you're, is shaking her head. Uh, did they talk you into that? Or was that just an original well, and- I think producers thought, you know, how are you going to stand out?
1: And then, you know, in that moment you think, how am I going to stand out? Like, I can't sing. <laughs> I
3: can't do flips. Like, what am I going to do? And then I thought, okay, well, maybe I can just do a handshake. Danielle, you did the longest handshake ever. And, and you almost like hit his crotch on accident. It was a disaster. Like <laughs> if, looking back to it, I thought,
1: why would I would never do that in real life? Like, why did I do that? it was so so embarrassed (laughs) like looking back at it i could not i like
3: cringe watching myself i still do (laughs) i don't even watch myself i can't i'm just like oh the facial expressions and so you were like first at the mansion you made all these great friends and i have to ask you about tara on her her tiara uh, or tara tara
1: it's always so hard for me to pronounce her name yeah i feel like a lot of she was such um looking back to it, like, I want to use my words wisely. I think she had a lot of confidence and she really, her and Sean obviously were attracted to each other. So I think just all the girls were just a little bit like, who's this girl?
3: Um, yeah. With Sean Lowe, Tara and Sean definitely had a big connection. I think she might have even go oh, yes, first yes. impression rose, yes, but remember did. when yeah. she took a spill down the stairs? what was your hot take on that? You were there for it. Oh yes. I remember what you're talking about now.
1: Yes. She was just dramatic with everything. I mean, I think that was really from what I remember. And at times you feel like you, especially when she, even when we did the polar bear plunge, she had like a whole meltdown and had hyperthermia, hyperthermia. and all, all, all those things. And I remember trying to comfort her. Cause I really like in those moments, you feel like survival mode, like you want to help someone. But the reality is, that she was just like so dramatic. I think that that's what like I took from it. I think she liked attention.
3: Mm-hmm. And when she got it, I mean, she played Sean like a fiddle. He was like yeah. rushing to her side every
1: second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, yeah, it's interesting. And then the fact that Sean ended up with Catherine, like I always saw their connection and I always would tell Catherine, like it was there. And I think she, at the time, like, wasn't sure. And she was like more shy about it all, but they're such a perfect fit for each other. And now that I like see them together with their family and all that, like they just, they really like such a great fit.
3: I think he's like one of the most successful bachelors out of the franchise. Like really that like is married to the one that he picked. Do you keep in touch with her?
1: Yeah. I just saw her at Leslie's wedding um, in Maui last year. Was it? Yeah. Last year. So um, I got to see Sean. I got to see Catherine. It was super fun. We were out in Maui. It was a blast.
3: I loved watching you and I loved you on paradise. You left the first, I think you were like one of the first crop of girls to leave, but I was rooting for you. I had already met you at that point. Um, You look stunning on camera, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, What were the conditions like there? Everyone always talks about, you know, it's hot and the crabs and this and that. I mean, you are an outdoorsy girl. So did you feel that way at all? Um,
1: I felt like when I think about paradise and like my time there, everything was like so humid, like (laughs) the, the mosquitoes everywhere. Like I just remember being like in the hotel for way too long and like trying to work out when I could. And then like when the show actually started, we were like on the beach, the weather wasn't like as great as we thought it would be. Um, and it just is such a, and I'm sure you feel the same thinking back to the times when you were on the bachelor, but it's just like. It just almost feels like you were in a different world for a little bit. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. I, and I look back to the travel. I'm like, I'm so thankful that I got to do all that on ABC's Dime. You know, they are like top tier, fun to travel with. It's it's just a once in a lifetime opportunity. I always tell people, if you're thinking about going on, do it. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's life changing. And then on your season, uh, I think it was Michelle. She was kind of a little, she left on the first uh, round of people leaving in paradise. Right. And then she was like rumored to be shacked up with the camera operator. Remember the guy jumped yes, off the balcony? Yes. yes. That happened. Whatever happened to that? I wonder, have you heard I anything?
1: No, like I never really stayed in touch with her after the show. And she was like, I had never met her in real life until she was on paradise with me. But I think a lot of people were had skeptics about her when she first came on in general just like who she was and mm-hmm. her story and all that i don't know if do you did you know much about her or not at all
3: uh-uh. oh i'm gonna look her up on instagram but let's talk i can't believe we gotta catch up i cannot believe you have two uh two-year-olds you have Daniela has jesse and dylan they just turned two how is that possible
1: I know. I, I don't know. I feel like very blessed to have them. And I feel, can't believe they're two. I I do feel that time goes by fast and um, I'm just trying to enjoy every moment. Really. I just, it's, I think when you become a parent, you just, you, people always tell you it goes by fast, but it really does.
3: Oh my God. It, it's totally cliche, but like you look up and then all of a sudden they're two. And then the next thing you know, they're, they're potty trained and you're like, how, how did this happen so quickly? I mean, they do say like what the days are long, but the years are short. I feel that big time.
1: Yeah, me too. Totally. Well, you, too, you have two, so you get it. And yours are different ages, right? So they're
3: pretty close. though. um, Joaquin's three and Paloma's turning two. So. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, we're in the trenches. And yeah. uh, your partner, I love that. I've met your partner many, many years ago. You get how long have you guys been together now?
1: Oh my gosh, I think it's now next year might be like nine years, almost.
3: Wow, yes. It's been a while. <laughs> He's so nice. I remember he would always come through, and he would he was always just so easy going, easy to be around. Yeah.
1: He's such a fun guy. I'm so lucky. He is the love of my life. So I feel very lucky to have met him. And we have two beautiful boys now and a home. And it's just like, it, it feels like the vision you always think of when you think about your future and your life. I feel like I got very lucky.
3: Well, he's lucky too, because let me tell you, you're a lot of fun to be around and you're also a babe and an amazing mama. We're both cancers. So we have that, uh, that's why we always we always connected that we're very similar um yes. you have that nurturing kind of spiritual i know you're kind of into the woo woo stuff as well as i <laughs> totally.
1: am. you and
3: i could have some deep conversations
1: totally. i love that yeah um 100% and i relate to you a lot being there is something special about cancers
3: I know when the full moon's out, watch out, world. (laughs) We're ruled by the moon. And people call you Planet D. You adopted that nickname.
1: You know, I got Planet D from when I was on the Bachelor. I think back in the day, I was a little bit more Valley girl. And I would say things that people would be like, What is she saying? And thank God I've evolved, like what? It's taken me, what, 11, 12 years? (laughs) But I think it was a joke in the house. And then also, like, just, I would say most of the bachelor girls, it was planet D only. That was like my nickname I got. So it's not really anyone else beyond them. So it's like a secret bachelor thing.
3: Well, I took it as like, you're orbiting. Like, I'm like, she's like so celestial. So like, you know, in tune with the planet earth. So, oh my gosh. Well, so how was your pregnancy carrying twins? That's like, I mean, what was that like when you go to your first checkup or maybe it was your second and you're like, you're having twins.
1: Yeah. Well, the first time I went in, I knew I was pregnant. And then I went in and she was like, well, you know, um, we see like two, um, you know, eggs right here, but one might disappear. So come back for the next one. And you know, let's regroup. You don't even have to tell your partner about it. And I was just like, what? I was so confused. And I was like, what is she talking about? But apparently this happens a lot where like some twins will just disappear. It's like a disappearing twin thing. And so I came back like whatever, three weeks later, or two weeks later, and she's like, well, we got two heartbeats. And <laughs> I remember... And my partner wasn't there. And I was like, I just remember calling him after and being like, yeah. so there's like, we're having two and um, this is a lot. And I just remember crying hysterically, just freaking out. Like I have two babies in my tummy. Like this is insane.
0: <laughs> this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you
1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. (laughs) I don't even know how, I mean, most of my moms, I'm sure you just, you're just like in shock. I would say it was (laughs) shock.
3: I can't imagine. Every time I've gone to my uh, first appointment, I'm like, please just be there. What in there? My husband's like, Courtney, you know what? If there's two, we can deal with it. But um, that is that is wild. I mean, that's gotta be probably one of the best, most shocking days of your life. Yeah, it was special.
1: And you know, I I never in a million years thought I would have twins. So it was a definitely a shocker that way. And so when they when my birth experience, I um it was more scheduled. I always wanted to have a natural experience, but I'm sure most twin moms can relate where, you know, you if you work especially if you're in a larger city, a lot of the time the doctors don't want to risk um, giving a natural experience with twins. Um, and they want to just do C-sections to keep it safe. So I had a C-section and the whole C-section experience is like, you're so drugged up half the time. Like you don't even mm. really know what's going on. And I, I, I sometimes like really envy my moms who had a natural experience or like went through like how you feel like it should go, but everyone has their own story. And it's like keeping the baby safe. Right. Because because yeah.
3: you've got the one, that was, makes sense.
1: And one was down and <laughs> sometimes it could get all, you know, twisted up. So you don't want anything to happen. Um, and yeah, I, I, I went like for the safe route and thank God because they did, they were in the NICU for a little bit. Um, and, um, I St. John Santa Monica was where they were delivered and, um, they were great and amazing and I feel super lucky. So
3: shout out to St. John. Well, so do twins run in your family? Or-
1: so, it's so interesting when you become a twin parent because you learn everything about the twin world. So, fraternal twins are the ones that are genetic genetics. It means that like two eggs drop and it's it runs in a family. So, identical twins, which I have, which actually is super interesting because my boys were actually two separate placentas. So, my wow. own- always thought that they were going to be fraternal. And then when they came out, they looked a lot alike and everyone would be like, Oh, well, they look a lot alike. So on their first birthday, we ended up taking um, a DNA test and found out they were identical. So identical can happen to anyone.
3: Oh, and they're adorable. So, so Mm -hmm. that is just, it's not genetic. It's just the luck of the draw. You were fertile myrtle, your eggs were ready. I, well, with identical, the egg just splits into,
1: oh.
2: two.
1: so, um, you know, it's two of the same DNA. It's it, they're literally like the same, but the craziest thing is once they come out to me, my boys look very different, but I'm sure to the outside world, they don't look as different. Um, but their personalities, like to me, their looks are like so different. They're like total opposites, even though they have the same DNA. So it's so so
3: interesting. I want to ask you all the twin questions and I'm sure, like you said, you've deep dived into it, but like, I mean, there's so many things like when they're older and do you feel like this urge as a mother to like make things special or like spend time with one or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think when you become a twin parent, like, you
1: know, no life beyond just like when someone like yourself, I would say like you, you have your first born baby. And like, you have that whole experience with them when they're first born and then you have your second. And then it's like that whole experience when you have twins, they just come out at the same time. And then you're with them at all the same points. Like when they're talking, when they're walking, when they're moving, when they're crawling, and it's just, you're just, you just learn to adapt to it all. So for us, it's really like, it takes a village, you know, like I have an amazing, partner who's a great dad and we have an au pair who lives with us and she's from Brazil. And, um, you know, otherwise like I, you, you need as much help as you can get, I would say for
3: when you have twins. I felt that way with one, especially once they start crawling. Oh my gosh, that is a game changer. I was mm-hmm. like, why was I promoting this so hard? He's I like flying up onto the couch now. And Amy did say that your partner is super hands-on and so helpful, which yeah. I mean, I, I just love that for you because I have some friends that have, I won't name names, but like they're just like, I do everything. And I know I have a lot of mom friends like that who do everything and their partner doesn't. Um, Oh, that's so. And then I do know you have an au pair, an au au pair, which is really interesting to me. (laughs) And I don't know if it's the same one, but I remember seeing you you posted something and I just remember thinking, like, good for Daniela because she's really pretty. It takes a really, has, have people said that to you? It takes a really, oh, yeah. a really confident woman. I was like, oh my God, if, you, and not to say your partner, I know you trust them and all that stuff, but like most women, like I know, wouldn't be comfortable with that. Yeah. I think a
1: lot of women actually aren't comfortable with that, which actually shocks me. Um, But for us, I think the biggest thing about the au pair program is that it's super unique. Like if you really think about it, when we live in the U S we're so fortunate that we live in the U S. And there's a lot of young girls or young guys, there's guyo pairs too, who are all over the country and their dream is to live in America or their dream is to come to America or they don't have the means or they don't have the opportunity to come out here. So Mark and I have like been super fortunate where we've traveled all, a lot of, over the world. And I think for us, we're like so used to different cultures. Um, and we wanted to bring that to our boys, but then also like I think the whole au pair program is you're bringing someone from a different country into your home to teach them about California and the U S and like the culture. And like, they get to learn about what they want to do for their future. And, you know, it's so great because now Olivia is going to go off. Um, you know, my au pair who is with us and she is going to go off to, um, study to be a nurse and she's going to college now eventually. And she's going to, she wants to stay in America. So it's a big opportunity. I always like to say, and like, I, and I'm, I'm a very confident girl. So I think, you know, for me, just cause someone's cute, doesn't mean like that's going to distract me from like having them be part of my family. She really is part of our family now. And she's, it's so special. And I really encourage other people to like look into the au pair programs because it's super affordable. And also, you really just get like a person who's part of your family. And we have a new au pair actually coming in the new year from Argentina. So, oh my
3: gosh, I want to look into that. That's so they live with you in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that is really interesting. Watch your boys start speaking in Brazil, Brazilian, Portuguese. <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> look at me, Brazilian.
2: Yeah. My mom
3: brain is really real. Well, thank you for sharing. Hey, like you said, it takes the village. It
1: really Yeah, does. it takes the village. And you know, um, my boys, um, going back to being twins, um, shout out that they're actually featured on a huge show.
3: Oh, so- I was just that's my next question. I wanted yeah. to ask you how that was the stick. It's almost like they could be like the next Mary Kate and Ashley Olson, which ah. if you haven't seen Daniela's page, I don't know if you're open or private, go. Um, are you open? Okay. Well, we're gonna have to plug your Instagram. Your boys are like straight out of central casting. They came out with <laughs> so much hair, by the way. Did you have heartburn when you were I pregnant?
1: Think it says that to me, and I didn't really have heartburn until like the way end, probably. But like they, we are cutting their hair probably every three months. Like they have so <laughs> much hair.
3: Uh, the show is called What uh, Your Honor, and with Brian Cranston, the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, This is major girl. I'm dying to hear about this. So are you like, you're taking, you took them to the audition. What was that like? And then they call and tell you they got the part. Well, I,
1: so when we had twins, we were like super encouraged to, um, also like put your kids into Hollywood because like a lot of like, um, movies and TV shows, um, all want, like twins, identical, especially, especially. And identical. So we, we looked into a talent agency and then like we submitted them and then when their babies are not really, I mean, they're cast or their photos, but um, we went, it was actually a very unique opportunity where we went and we had our own trailer for the boys and there was like a big scene and it's in season two of Your Honor, which spoiler alerts that I'm sharing now for anyone who has who wants to see it, like shouldn't listen to me. Okay, but, yeah. Um,
3: Stop if you're watching right now and we'll fast <laughs> forward a couple seconds.
1: <laughs> but like, yeah, they play Brian Cranston's grandson, which is baby Rocco. And they're actually a big part of season two. So they're in almost every episode. And uh the first scene we did with um Dylan, my son, he's a very like happy boy, like he's always smiling <laughs> at the age he was at. I think he was only nine months or like maybe even six months when we first started the show. And there was like this huge scene and the first episode where they all go and they see baby Rocco who's Dylan and Dylan does this smile back to Brian Cranston. And afterwards, Brian came to our trailer with, you know, the other actress who we love Lily. She's great. And um, and she plays a mom on the show. And they were like, We've never seen a baby act like that before. Like it was amazing. <gasps> so, like so cool. Um Daniela, and- that is so nice.
3: And so you get to be there and like, I mean, talk about a proud mom moment. Yeah. So are you I'm totally still
1: Christian or now? I'm like a momager, like watch out.
3: <laughs> that is so cool. So, and they pay them, right? I'm always curious about that. When I modeled, I used to go on commercial auditions all the right. time. And you go to these casting studios. So it's like audition room after audition room, like all in a line. And I would see the stage moms with their kids and they'd be like (laughs) hairspraying these little kids, like combing their hair, like trying to wrangle them. And they're just like trying to play on their Game Boys or whatever. So because I'm going to ask about the financial piece, I was always curious, like- you know, you can't cash that check for a rainy day for yourself, right? No, I mean, for us, it's purely
1: a fun experience. Like we just wanted the boys to like have some fun things when you share facts when you're older about like what you did and like they could do that. Um, And then, you know, have some funds for their own self, like when they're older and over 18 for college or whatever they want to do, they have that now.
3: That is really neat. So do they have their SAG cards yet?
1: You know, they don't because they actually um management agencies encourage you not to because then you're limited to do, doing non-union you can't do oh any no-
3: and non-union pays really well that's right they can pay you like and in- oh, I'm so excited I can't I can't believe I haven't met your boys I feel like I know them just because no. I follow you along so closely. You're killing it with work, which you al- always are. You have always worked your ass off ever since I've known you. Yes. She said you're like helping celebrities with collaborations now or? Yeah, so now I'm like
1: leading this um, amazing division called Creator Force, where I partnered with a company called Force Brands and you know met an amazing entrepreneur, Josh Wand. And um, now we're building out this whole new division, which is so complimentary to the company that is part of it, where they work with all the largest CPG brands and they help build out hiring wise, even creator brands from like Kylie Cosmetics to Feastables. So like all the big creator brands out there. And now my division solely focuses on like working with brands who want to get an equity opportunity with celebrities, Um, or they're looking to build a new co or even like endorsement deals with talent. So I'm, it's super fun. I love what I do. And I I mean, I'm talking to managers and agents all day. I don't know if that's like that much fun, to be honest.
3: (laughs) That's all I do. I think that takes a special kind of person. I mean, and you have been work, everything you've done leading up to this moment is like kind of been in line with that kind of line of work. So, and how beautiful she's actually, she can work from home, which is Mm -hmm. so, so great when you have kids. It's great. It's, it's good. Fun. I mean, I'm that's why I've essentially started the podcast is I want to be able to work from home more. Um it's but it's so I mean, hard I think sometimes.
1: from home is just it takes a certain person too, right? Um for me, I feel like I'm working so much more just being at home because I start my day so early and then, you know, I am throughout the day so busy. So I'm a big fan of like companies that have remote work because I think your employees will actually work harder work
3: smarter. I, mean, not I obviously
1: harder. have tons of meetings that I go out for, but I mean, it's nice to be able to work remote.
3: You know, you and I go way back before you even met him. We, when you were single, remember we did that little fun show with uh, Sarah Heron and Claire Crawley yes. with that dating expert who was like totally crushing on you the whole time. Yes. I, don't, I can't even remember his name, but like you and I were single at the same time. So yes, <laughs> I would, I, I won't bring anything up, but Um, We had some fun and some good stories, Uh, but so let's be honest. We both had fun dating. (laughs) Yes, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) I was going to say dating after the show too. I always like to ask people that, and it's not because of the bachelor, but I think it's also living in LA, you're exposed to celebrities and you're going to these events. So you meet kind of different people, interesting people. Yeah. Yeah it's a blast. I mean, I, when I
1: first moved to LA, I dated actors, I dated, (laughs) you know, like musicians. I was like, this is just such a weird world. Um, but it's fun. At least like now that I'm in like a committed, great relationship, like with my family, I can look back and just be like, I had a lot of fun. (laughs) And I like, enjoyed it um so i'm like so super thankful for that let's
3: switch gears um to mom life do you have any guilty pleasures or any like what do you do at the end of the day to unplug do you watch trash tv do you doom scroll because i'm asking for a friend like after like the end of the day or like are you saying at the end of the day or in general like any of your guilty pleasures
1: well, I am obsessed with a new workout place called Bunda and it's like this amazing circuit class where you can go on stairmaster and then like do um weights and it's like back and forth like fifty minutes and it's like down the street from my house. so I'll literally walk to it and take classes. So I'm obsessed with working out right now that really like gets my mental health up there um oh, and, which and is finally- so important. The first time in two years, my friends would always say, it's going to take you two years to bounce back. And like now two years, I'm the weight I was before I got, had babies, which it took me two years, but I did it. Yeah.
0: Yes,
3: queen. I don't think I ever made it back to that weight. So good for you. That's inspiring.
1: I, I love the working out portion of it that unwinds me. And then, you know, I have a really good group of mom friends now in my area. And we like joke, we're like the West Valley moms. Um, and I love to hang out with them whenever I can. And we do like music class sometimes. And, um, we really like try to do drinks occasionally. And I know that sounds so cliche, but when you have a good group of mom friends, I think it's like so healthy for the soul because, you know, you could bring your kids and play and hang. And it's not like I'm not forgetting my single girlfriends because I love my single girlfriends and I love going to see them when I do. It's just a different feeling, you know, having the mom friends that are close by.
3: Oh, Daniela, I need to work on my mom friends. I'm actually actively working on that as well. I've met some new ones. Oh, me too. I feel like with you, it's like when I'm with Amy, it's just easy. And I I don't know if it's just because we've had similar experiences or what, but it's just like easy. Like we could do everything or nothing and just laugh our asses off or just not even talk, you know? Yeah. Oh, that is such good advice. I love that. And have a I think that's community night. is important when you're a mom and to relate
1: to others. And it's interesting when you, and I'm sure you feel this way, but you sometimes are like, well, why am I not hanging out with this friend when their kids are different ages? But like when you find moms sense. that have kids the same age, it's like a great thing. Cause then they can, you can all hang out and like yes. all do similar activities. It doesn't feel like you're you're like at a different stage with the different ages.
3: Well, and also I think there's so many different parenting styles as well. Like, you know, I've just, you get this, um, I don't know, constructive criticism or you raise your kids differently. So I've noticed that that's been a little bit challenging, Um, but that's, and mental health for sure. Like you said, that's beautiful to fill your cup. I dealt with postpartum depression a lot with my second, and it took me a while to kind of work on that and overcome that. And it was just more like postpartum anxiety actually for me. Um, but now that my kids are in school, I will say I'm meeting, you know, moms the same age. So that is, yeah, it's so good. And then what, do you have any tips for keeping it spicy in your relationship? (laughs) Are you tired at the end of the night? Do you guys do dark
1: nights? It's so hard sometimes, but I think the biggest thing, that we're focusing on and I think it's important in relationships is always have a date night. I think that's so key. Like mm. gotta have time for you too. Or like doing little getaway trips when you can.
3: Oh, I so, love a good hotel session. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like get even if it's a couple hours away, just like
1: a little getaway. It's all you need. Uh
3: gosh, Daniela. Well, I thank you so much for your time. I've kept nice. you long enough. It was so fun to catch up. And, you know, I'm awesome. just spoil alert. Daniela might be starting a podcast and she is a hoot and a half to, to listen to and just have in your life. So maybe you'll post about that on your Instagram yeah. soon, but I definitely want you to share your Instagram handle so people can follow along and watch your kids become superstars.
1: I know. Watch out. What is it? Kate and what was her name? Michelle. What's her name? Kate and whoever Olson.
3: Oh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olson. Ash- By the way, I feel like they're on the trajectory. I mean, they've got this big thing. So, you know, they're probably going to get another one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How great well, is that? A out of that. So that's cool. But yeah, thanks for having me. This is so fun and I'm so happy for you and everything going on with you. So it's appreciate you taking time to chat with me.
3: Oh my God, I've been dying to catch up with you, girl. Well, thank you so much, Daniela. And what was your Instagram handle?
1: It's at Daniela McBride. We'll
3: have you back soon to have some fun mom chats.
1: Awesome. Good to see you, Court.
3: And that's our show. Thanks to Daniela for coming on. It was so great catching up with you. I hope you enjoyed. And I gotta say, I do love it when people call me Court. My closest friends call me Court, my family members. So just a term of endearment an update on Clayton. Uh, Go check out his Instagram stories. He did post an update. It sounds like the truth will set him free on Monday, and I'm so thrilled for him. So until next time, I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and this has been After Reality.